America is not a democracy. Hello, I'm Chaplain R.T. Byram. Like fingernails dragged across the chalkboard is hearing someone refer to the Republic of America as a democracy. Given the constant indoctrination by educators and the media of the young and unconcerned, the lack of knowing the difference is understandable, but dangerously ignorant. In 1787, Dr. Benjamin Franklin, on leaving the secret constitutional convention, was asked by a woman, Well, doctor, what have we got, a republic or a monarchy? With no hesitation, Franklin responded, A republic, if you can keep it. Notice that she didn't ask if we had a republic or a democracy. Why? Because in the days of America's foundation, citizens knew that democracies lead to mob rule. That, in turn, leads to tyranny. Our founding fathers also knew that. Listen to their words. John Adams said, quote, Democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts, and murders itself. There never was a democracy that did not commit suicide. Alexander Hamilton said, The ancient democracies in which the people themselves deliberated never possessed one good feature of government. Their very character was tyranny. Their figure, deformity. Fisher Adams was a congressman during George Washington's presidency, and he said this, Democracy's majority rule is one of intermediate stages towards tyranny. Democracy in its best state is but the politics of bedlam. While kept chained, its thoughts are frantic. But when it breaks loose, it kills the keeper, fires the building, and perishes. And then James Madison said this, Democracies have ever been spectacles of turbulence and contention, have ever been found incompatible with personal security or the rights of property, and have, in general, been as short in their lives as they are violent in their deaths. And that is why the Constitution directs this. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this Union a Republican form of government. There once were and still are those outside of America that hope deluded believers in democracy can destroy the Electoral College and thus the Republic. Communist revolutionary Karl Marx wrote, The first step in the revolution by the working class is to raise the proletariat to the position of ruling class to win the battle of democracy. Communist Mao Tung proclaimed in 1939, The democratic revolution is the necessary preparation for the socialist revolution, and the socialist revolution is the inevitable sequel to the democratic revolution. The ultimate game is to bring about a socialist and communist society. Mikhail Gorbachev was a darling of the leftist media, and he wrote this, quote, Socialism and democracy are indivisible. 
the essence of perestroika lies in the fact that it unites socialism with democracy and revives the Leninist concept. We want more socialism and therefore more democracy. And finally, Lord Acton wrote, The one prevailing evil of democracy is the tyranny of the majority, or rather that party, not always the majority, that succeeds by force or fraud in carrying elections. Former President Lyndon Johnson said, We're going to try to take all of the money that we think is unnecessarily being spent and take it from the haves and give it to the have-nots. That need it so much. Can we say hello, Karl Marx? Hello, Bill Ayers. Hello, Barack Hussein Obama. The idea that the vote of a people, no matter how nearly unanimous, makes or creates or determines what is right or just, becomes as absurd and unacceptable as the idea that right and justice are simply whatever a king says they are. Elections in this hate-filled age are not just about two- or four-year terms, but are lasting events that will either make America great again or condemn us to a return to tyranny. It's your future. Vote accordingly. 